it is <laughs> the fantasy rugby ends. <laughs> My name is Jared Dyke. I wanted to say it's stupid and let's move on, but then you kept going. I'm Ben Glauser. I don't like any way anybody handled that. Collusion. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome back. It is the Fancy Rugby Yanks. My name is Jared Dyke. I'm Ben Glauser. Let's get to it. It's Fancy Corner time. Um, certainly is. Yeah. Oh man, I, I'm, I'm excited about Fancy. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> I can tell. So for, for a guy uh, who's a zero and four collectively, <laughs> yeah, zero six if you count wank ball. Oh, ow! <laughs> but I am excited about this. Yeah, it's um, still fun, and it, yes. and it's still early, so it doesn't really. Is. Yeah, plenty of time to rally. Yeah, plenty of time to rally. I just got to make it into the four spot. I don't have to be top. I just got to make it into the four <laughs> spot. Avoid the sacco. Yes, absolutely. Uh, let's look at the matchups from this past weekend. Some some tight ones. Uh, the tightest one I've ever seen in my life. Phrasing. Uh, ben <laughs> barely uh, edges out Gobis by point four. Like, I don't know if it gets any tighter. I'm sure there's a, somebody that's got like point one, but damn, that's the closest I've seen for a long time. And, and it shouldn't have been that close, except that Dan Bigger dropped like, oh, and, yeah. and we didn't get the notification on it. Yeah. And so he ended up staying in my starting lineup. Otherwise, I would have had... um uh, what's his name? Atkinson from from Wasps, which oh, would damn. have made it a much wider of a margin. So, um, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, that was tight, but fuck. I, I Yeah. Could have made it easier on yourself and your heart. <laughs> Could have. Yeah. If Could I had if, if, if I had a little bit more information. <laughs> yeah, I know. It. I'm the boss. Need the info. Need the info, man. There was a another skinny one between myself and George. That was about a three point margin. Uh, mm. that was that was tight as well and going into it i thought yeah i think i had the lead before the final count and then it's what it rolled over i was like son yeah. of uh and there were some score changes as well right. so get fucked on the score adjustment once that happened i was like oh damn it and it, really good scores from both of us as well you know i had i had lawrence he had ollie woodburn you know we both are both our fly halves performed fairly well so that's one of those fun ones where it's just like yep best person one that's that's just how it is the more lopsided of of the matchups was Mark and Justin. Mark was able to take care of Justin by about thirty, which is a, a pretty large considering this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was a pr- fairly large margin. And right. then yeah, geez. and then uh, and Carrick beat by ten Carrick, uh, beat uh, Duncan by ten. Well, still a fairly close close game, especially right Certainly. down to that final count. Yep. Yeah, but it it is what it is. So that's that that is the tautness of the Champions League right there <laughs> at its at its finest at that. Uh division two. Uh let's see. Hold on one second. I gotta pull up. So let me make sure I know what I'm doing here. Cause I know I gotta while you're pulling that up, I'll mention that Duncan went into that matchup without a front row starting, and that that may have been the difference. Yeah, and well, and yeah, he's, he said it was strategic, and so it was. he did it on purpose. So okay, uh, so, and sometimes it comes back to to get you. Right. So let's see, we got um, Larry and Alex. Larry was able to be Alex. Alex still puts up another decent showing, though. So I'll, I'll give him that. Um, Terry wins again. Terry wins again. Um, it was, yeah, who's he? Who's he beat? Who did he beat there? Hold on, 
I got I got to start writing the names down of the team so I can not screw this up. Yeah, it's hard but, to know who is who. Yeah, because they don't necessarily show up on the on the on the board, and that's that makes my life just a little bit harder. Right. Let me look. Um, I think that dime, dime who's dimes a dozen? Do we know? I'm trying to remember, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So, uh, but home homebrew, I believe, is I think it's Luke. And then, um, and then we know Spaghetti is um, Franco. Franco, right. Franco won this weekend as well. And then, and then Sophia bounced back, bounced back big time with a big one forty on her on her on her uh, roster. That's high, that was high score in the league. It might have been high score across both leagues. Now that I think about it, because I don't think I had anything close to that. I had one thirty ish. One thirty. So. You guys were one thirty in the one thirty sevens. Yeah, so. and I think we were the highest matchup of the whole thing. Yeah, you were. So, yep, highest high score across both leagues. Well done, Sophia. So, and then let's look at this week's matchups for D1. Uh, I have Duncan. See if we can get myself off the schneid, as it were. Yep. Kobus and Justin, Battle of the Sappas. <laughs> uh, Mark, Mark and Ben yep. going at it. And then uh, Carrick and George. What's the, what's the league table look like anyway? League tables are... Carrick is 2-0, and and Mark is 2-0. Everybody else has at least one loss. Myself and Gobus are both sitting at 0-2. <laughs> mm. So all the play for still, though. All right. the play for still, though. And then the division But you two, still have a higher score than a uh, higher, higher um, points point count. count than you're the what? You're... Shit, you're third in the league. In, in yeah, points. and that's why I'm not too worried about it, because if right. I can keep scoring, the wins will come. Yeah. Um. Just gotta kind of be patient with it and not panic. Right. Because it's really easy to panic at this point. Exactly. Because you're third, I'm fourth. You're zero and two. I'm one and one. Yeah. Like what the fuck? There are three people that are undefeated in Division Two: uh, Franco, Terry, and Larry. All th- all two and zero. Also means you have three two and oh and two teams, which is not awesome for them. But no, uh, uh, we can forgive Alex a little bit. He like like we said last week. No, he has... no forgiveness. <laughs> well, there isn't a whole lot of forgiveness yeah. to be given. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the there is that as well. Do to do. Now, it is the time of the start set. And who goes first? Um, do you have the first? Bristol versus. Nope, I'm looking at the wrong week. <laughs> Bath wasps. That's you. Bath wasps. Yes, it is. How about that? Friday night. All right. Um, Friday night game, bath and wasps. So for bath, uh, Joe Coca, like we talked about him on the previous pod, uh, seems to be back. OBs are doing well against wasps as well so far. So I give it a thumbs up. Uh, so uh, if he's in, definitely. Mirror is an auto start for me right now, but Coco was kind of on the line because we weren't sure if he'd be ever get back to form. He seems it seems he looks good, and that was against a decent sale defense. So, gotta right. give him credit. Yep. And then uh, also Ben Spencer has scored well the last two weeks. I know he was hurt last at the in the middle of last week's match, so we'll see if he's healthy. If he's healthy, he's playable, and I would and I would definitely play him right now. I'm okay with that. On the other side of the coin, um, again, another guy that might may or may not be healthy, depending on uh, what comes out of it. Yako Katsia hasn't scored well. Number eights actually haven't done that well against Wass as well. So there's there's that little kind of mm-hmm. tiny thing to do. I know Bradbury did okay, but um, previous week, I don't think they did that well. Wasn't Kutsia hurt? Or was yeah, that I think just he's my... hurt. So 
but th- that shirt's just not been good for them either. So no, you know, maybe if Bayless gets his hands on it, it'll right. change, but right. we'll find out. We'll see what Van Grand does either way. Uh, Was Tom Willis is back. Bum and all <laughs> both he, cheeks. Yeah. If he does anything close to what he did last week, I'd give him a huge thumbs up. So go give that a go. Uh, Char- oh, about that Charlie. phrasing there. <laughs> yeah, big time. <laughs> um, yeah, dude was just laying on the ground with his butt on the ground. I was like, yeah, that's uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, Charlie Atkinson clearly has just put his hand up for that 10 shirt, and it's showing in FRD as well, which is great for anybody that picked him up as a late fly half or hey. somebody that picked him up as cover. Yeah, he's going to make that's life me. real easy on owners for sure. Yeah, right. Um, on the other side of the coin, Sam Spink. Usually one bad mm-hmm. midfielder against Bath, and I'm mm-hmm. definitely going to say it's him because he not scored well. And yeah, that's not great. So I'm going to go ahead and say sit, sit, Mr. Spink. Spinky in All the right. brain. Off to Ashton Gate for Bristol versus the London Irish. Um, yeah, as we talked about on the on the um, on the rugby pod, um, Irish. I don't even know what to make of them at the moment. Um, but they're still scoring well. So you kind of just have to keep going with that. Um, mm-hmm. On the other side, Bristol are, sco- are winning, but they're not really scoring well, even against some, excuse me, traditionally open fantasy defenses. So, so they're, they're playing against some loose teams, but they're not taking advantage. So, right. Um, and then again, for the, for the exiles, they're led by their back line and their forwards are meh really. Um, yeah. So for the bears, their front row, because yes, their front row is is, is excellent. Um, uh, Bradbury, you know, until until he goes a match without scoring, you kind of have to keep him in. Yep. Um, Harry Randall, whoever is at ten, um, should score well. Piers O'Connor and Chuck Piatow are the guys who are are scoring. Everyone else, like, I mean, I'm starting Bowie because I'm expecting him to come good. I, I don't mm-hmm. know when that's going to happen. I hope it's soon. Um, he didn't score that badly this past weekend, did he? Yeah, I thought he had like four or something like that. So he got a little bit better than that. But he had six, I, six point six. Oh, okay, no, a little not bit. Terrible. Not bad for a lock, right? Not bad. For that being it. That being but I'm still, case. I'm still waiting for those ten point matches where you know oh, yeah, he yeah, gets yeah. a little. He, all he yeah. needs is to get a little bit of loose and and, and hit an <laughs> offload, maybe a yep. uh, a try assist. Yes, please. Waiting yes. for it. Um, yeah, uh, I, I don't really like their flankers. I mean, I like them in, as rugby players, but not, not so much as fans. No, players. yeah, they've not. Neither one of them has, has performed well. I I would yeah. agree with that. For the exiles, also the front row. Yes, please. Um, hopefully mm-hmm. they're they're getting back to health. Because um, yeah. it's like they're they're still kind of playing their their second or third lines. Um, so hopefully that that starts coming. I mean, obviously Creevy's not going to be around for a while, but they still have some good good talent there otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, especially around those props. Ben White, yes, please and thank you. Um the the 10 has been scoring poorly, and I expect that to continue against um Bristol. And then the rest of the back line should, as it does, rake. So go ahead with that. Yeah. Love me some some Rona, some Curtis Rona. Right. Rona's been a huge. Ollie Hassel Collins is just a try scoring machine. So, yep. Yep. and then whoever that third, you know, the, you know, Arundel, obviously. And then who, who knows that, you know, you still play their, their, their third back three <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and right. hope for the best. Right. Absolutely. I agree. All right. To, the Derby match of the weekend, Northampton and, and Leicester. So for Northampton, uh, Saints front row, uh, ha- they haven't been amazing, but I also believe that Leicester have given up a few points to front rows these days. So I'm gonna give him, I'm gonna give them a thumbs up right now, especially if Sam Matavasi is on his game. Uh, Ollie Slade home has been awesome. 
very, very consistent once again. And that back three is thriving again, especially with Furbank back there. He seems to have come good. So I'm going to give them a thumbs up. So and if it's not Slates and it's Collins and Freeman, that's still fine. Honestly, go ahead. Uh, the 13 shirt has struggled against Lester, and that's Matt Proctor this mm-hmm. week. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and give him a thumbs down. He's not a terrible player, and he has scored well once uh, the two matches he's played, mm-hmm. but he's not that consistent in yeah. h- recent history. So that's my It still my could issue. be Dingwall, though. Yeah, could be Dings and Hutch. Who knows? Right. So, yeah. They have so many options in that yeah. team. If it's Dings and Hutch, that's actually an interesting decision at that point. So we'll see. Right. Uh, Lester, for Lester, um, Freddie Airlines or whoever's at fullback, the fullbacks seem to do well against Northampton so thus far. So that's a thumbs up. Uh, George Martin is a lock. I mentioned him in my column last week. That's a thumbs up for me right now. He's He's been a tackling machine, and that's enough production from a lock mm-hmm. for me. So it's usually yeah. six or seven points, and I think he got like eight. I think he got ten the other week. Wow. Like, nice. Yeah, give, it a, give that a thumbs up big time. Well done, Mr. Martin. Um, the other 13 in this game, Matt Scott, has just been playing bad. Like, yeah. If it's him, it's yeah. got to be a no go. Like plain simple. Like we saw Guy Porter get loose last week. Yeah. Like a lot of other people have done have scored, found ways to score well. He does not have a way to score well right now. So I'm giving him a thumbs down. Unfortunately. Wah, wah. Off to Stonex for uh, an excellent matchup um, of of top teams that are just going to go punch for punch. Saris against Gloucester. Um, for the Saris, the, the front row is a full go. Um, Maro, obviously, Theo is showing just yeah. ridiculous ability. Yes, especially at the lock position. Um, right, he's gonna, yeah, he's gonna score some points. He's a loose forward, though. Right. Oh, he's a loose forward. Okay. Yeah. Well, even but if still, he played, like, you, you get, even like, if he plays lock last week, yeah, he still yeah. had a ridiculous, good, like loose forward score from from lock. So go for it anyway. Earl and Billy V are, are you have to start them. Um, yep. Farrell, Tompkins, Malins, and then. Daily or good, or if Daly's at one wing and good's at fullback, Daly and good. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. To me, Lazowski right now, especially while Faz is is at 10, is kind of a bubble option because he's not getting those kicking points. So mm-hmm. um, kind of stay away from that. And then whoever's at six, mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and then obviously just fucking stay away from the nine. Yes, um, On the other side for Gloucester, the front row, <clears throat> Freddie yep. Clark is a, is a machine in, 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 in a machine that – in a way that earns fantasy points. So um, full go there. Um, Harris and, and LRZ. It's hard mm-hmm. to, you know, Chapman, Atkinson, and Thorley. They're good options for, for the bubble if you don't have anyone else um, to, to go ahead and play them. Chapman, I guess, think more than others because the Saris are pretty bad against nines. Generally, but, yeah. um, you know, if you're, th- if you're, if you're throwing Atkinson and Thorley out there, expect, you know, if you get more than five points, yay, it's a, it's a bonus. And then, you know, it, it's just because of the matchup. Yeah, no, I, yeah, probably startable, but you're right. Not, like nine times not like out of your... 10, you're going to be like, yeah, start those guys. If you got them on your team in this case, Sarri's <laughs> having yeah, good, good defense. So, you know, I'm expecting Harris to, to get, get loose and, and all it takes is, is one little gap and right. Lewis is, is toast. So, yep. I mean, yeah. you're toast. He's burning you. <laughs> all right um worcester and newcastle hopefully yeah i know fingers crossed that both the matches i've talked about with was between worcester and moss um for worcester uh fergus lee warner 
played very well the last couple of games. He's scored well. Sixes do well against Newcastle thus far this year. I know it's an only two, it's a small sample, but so far it's a thumbs up for me. So give him a go. Um, Alex Hurdle is another name that we didn't talk about a ton, but has actually performed very well, has found the try line. And it, I don't think he'll need to find the try line in order to be productive. So that's a kind of that weird outside option that nobody thought about, but also is going to be very valuable as like that third OB in your team. So give that a shot. Uh, number eight shirt for me, no matter who has it right now, is a no-go for me because none of them have performed well for Worcester so far. And until they find one that can do that, then I'm going to stay away. For Newcastle, Mateo Carreras. Wow, what a balance this guy could bring if if it's him and Radwan. Like, that's going to be fantastic to watch. And it's going to be fantastic for those that have him in fantasy because I think yep. they're going to be fine, especially in this matchup. I, but I think they're going to both be worthy of rostering, assuming they play oh, yeah. more often than not. Oh, yeah. Um, I know Carreras has been spending time with the Pumas, but still. Uh, Newcastle front row, we know it's good. And even if Lemire's not in at seven, which you expect him eventually to go back to being the backup hooker. But if right. he, but either way, it's still playable. McGuigan's mm-hmm. been Scoring. awesome going on. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Yeah. Keep going, you know, and anything after that's a bonus, but still it's a thumbs up play for me. Uh, Alex Tate is the OB, the outside OB you don't want <laughs> mm-hmm. the outside the box. And I know some people might get a little desperate because sometimes you have. Fly half's playing fullback and midfielders playing either fullback or, or wing, and you're like, shit, I need an OB that's starting. And yeah. that's not the one you want, though. <laughs> that's in fullbacks that have, have done well against Worcester so far. That's not the one you want, though. That I can tell you. I know it's tempting, but that's not the one. No, I would I don't I still don't understand why they play him over Penny, but that's that's yeah. just me. Yeah, he's also a midfielder, Penny. Well, he's, yeah, he's listed as a midfielder, but he's he, he's scored a lot of points at fullback when when he gets loose. So, right. All right, off to Sandy Park. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Sandy a matchup of you know we've talked about um, Exeter. You know, I talked about it earlier about how many holes they have, um, especially in in defense, and they're playing a team that um, yeah they can take advantage. So from them for for Exeter's though, Capstick, yes. If he's playing, he's you you play him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Simmons, even at, at especially at fifteen, actually he's getting a lot more running meters yes. from fifteen, which is 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 fun. And Ollie Woodburn, right? And that's about it. Um, Royer Lachlan is, is is a possible option if, if Baxter finally drops Ian Witten again. Good attacking center, you need that. I know um, Baxter doesn't quite like it for some reason. But, yeah, no kidding. Um, on the other side, uh, for the Harlequins. I'm not a big fan of their front row. Um, unless Lowe is playing, in which case that might help things. Um, because BB8 can get over that line. <laughs> um, the loose forwards, yes, 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 please. Uh, <laughs> Webb, Kenningham, Dombrant. I mean, what, what more can you say? And if Lavis, when, when he comes back, that's going to just add to that. Mm. And then Danny Kerr, I think we're going to see Marcus Smith because now, he, now he's off rest. Um, and then the rest of the back line, there's just so much hole, so many holes in that exit defense. Like, especially if like Northmore is playing 13, um, fuck, he's just going to route them. So there's going to be, uh, there's going to be space to run. Yeah. Uh, for, for Quinn. So the points will follow. Yeah. Uh, one guy I do want to point out that I meant to point him out in the last pod, but, um, Ernie Herbst is not the signing that everybody was like jumping up and down in the prem, but. He is playing like loose forward at lock as, as much as you and I were gushing about like Josh Larson for the Prejacks this, this past season being a tackling machine at lock. Mm-hmm. He's been that for he has been that thus far for Quinn's in both games. So um, 
quietly having already having a very good start to his to his year. Yep. I just wanted to point him out and also putting up okay numbers is a lock. So yeah, you know, there's that there's that out there for you. Of the weeks. Of the weeks. Um so my guy has started off the year hot. Even when he's come off the bench, he's been lights out and he's got a fairly favorable matchup looking in front in terms of the team he's playing is going to play some open rugby and I totally expect him to match it and the points will certainly accumulate from that. So my start of the week for round three of the Prem is exiles in England fullback Henry, Harry, Henry Arundel. Jesus got it out there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you'll get it. Um, I'm going to boomerang back to my last conversation piece (laughs) where, um, yeah, the Harlequins are just going to have all sorts of space, and I'm so my thinking is that they're going to start um, Lina, Murley, and Green. I'm, I'm assuming Lina's healthy, and that that's just uh, that he was just getting a rest day last week, um, and bump Marchant into 13. Yeah, or Nick David would be the other one. Oh fuck. Anyway, um, <laughs> my my start of the week is is whoever is at 13, and I'm leaning towards Marchant because yeah. I think that's who it's going to be. Yeah, yeah, that's that'll be good. That will be good. Um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't see any proper news on Lina. So right, so could, he just could have been given a day off. Yeah, which I mean, you know, maybe. like <laughs> Quinn's can, you know, whoever is getting the day off at Quinn's, it doesn't like they're going to be <laughs> extremely talented from that back through. So yeah, I know it. I know it. I know it. Um, yeah, no idea. Okay, uh, sit of the week, and I am going to make you mad. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I I I, I like what I, I like what I saw of this guy last year, not started the year well. And as far as open sides go, he's just not getting it done in terms of your fantasy team. Maybe he's doing it on the field for what they're asking him to do, but right now it's not translating to points and it's not exactly an easy matchup across the street with um his arch rivals walking into the building. So my say of the week for round three of the Prem is Saints open side, Aaron Hinckley. No. Although yeah, this may been... be Ludlum, so we'll see. Yeah. If yeah, it's he, Ludlum, exactly. forget it. Like it's, right. it's a totally different ball game. Right. Yeah. Hinkley's gotten like he's 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 not looking like he looked last year, which is no. it's disappointing. He hasn't even accumulated one bloody point in either match. Yeah. It's it's it I, and he's not showing up on the on on the screen either. Like no, we might talk about him being out there, but I don't see him. No, um, no, which is unfortunate because just... with the last you know what two matches he played last year, he were just like he was everywhere. Yeah, he, was, he was outstanding. My set of the week is um, also someone who has been scoring poorly lately. Um, it doesn't help that he's going up against a fairly solid team again this week, but um, you know the rest of his team is scoring well, especially the rest of his his back line is scoring excellently. Uh, it's not translating into points for the Exiles 10, so my set of the week is the Exiles 10. Yeah. I don't think you're going to argue that too much. Voldemort. <laughs> Fucker. All right. The picking, picking of them. No change because I got one right different than you than you picked, and you got the other one. So all right, <laughs> we're back to square one. <laughs> the lead for both of us. Still number one. Two weeks in, I'm, I'm still <laughs> number <up> one. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, okay, this is gonna be interesting. Bath and Moss, Bath. both of them. Yeah, both of them are zero and two. Right, but Bath are at home. Wasps have looked shaky. Bath have put up points like yeah. sneakily. So, yeah. you know, they put up 20 against Sale and 
they where were they? And they put up 29 against Bristol. So they're they're scoring points. Um, yeah. you know who's not scoring points? Wasps. Wasps. Yeah. yeah. Outside of the first, you know, they've played 40 minutes of of good rugby in in two weeks, and that's not going to be enough. No, no. Maybe they can find if they can find it, but no. Yeah. Uh, Bristol and London Irish. I'm taking Bristol at home. Me too. Very intriguing. Northampton and Leicester. I look gardens. at that the ten matchup, and that's enough for me. I know, and that's that's probably it. bigger plays in this, and that's because he would have last week if he wasn't sick, right? So, right. Um, that being probably the marginal difference. Not that I won't be surprised if the Tigers get it done, but yeah, um, I, I'm not really, I'm not sold on the Tigers, especially without without a real, you know, I not with Gopperth. No, no, very different. Game manager, not a game breaker. Yeah, and they means. they don't have. You know, outside of him, their their backs are not. I mean, it's good that they'll have Freddie Stewart back. That might help change some things, but yeah, um, yeah, I'm not really seeing it there. We'll see. Uh, series in Gloucester, back home. Series because yep. they're at home. Yeah, yeah, and they they did not win this fixture last year, and trust me, they haven't forgot that. So yeah, they'll remember. They're gonna take this. Uh, Worcester and Newcastle. 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 Assuming this game goes off, right. Um, Exeter and Quinns. I am going to take Quins. the Harlequins. Yeah. yeah. All right. So no change again this week. I'm still no. One. There won't be anything special this week, but that's all right. Cool. We'll get there eventually. Things start to shake out when we start to do Champions Cup and the ones that have the competition. When we have more competitions involved, that's when things start right. to get really wonky. And then you know we'll have we'll have weeks like last week where we do make different picks and they won't shake out even. So nope, <laughs> one loses, one wins, and that's right. usually how it goes. This uh, weekend seems pretty straightforward. Although they're yeah, like you said, Leicester maybe um, Irish have a chance, but and Wasps have a chance. Those three, right. but I, I'm not. And Gloucester too, I guess. Yeah, Gloucester definitely. I would. I'm not counting them out. Until but like, yeah, I, I don't see Worcester. I don't see Worcester winning. Um, even against Newcastle and yeah, Exeter, Quins are too good, and Exeter are just still stuck in the the the, the you know, like 2015, 2016, 2017. That's five years ago. Pick it up. Put your finger out. Yeah. <laughs> Catch up. All right. That is everything for the fantasy pod. We will be obviously returning to this this whole thing next week when we're on the eve of gtfo and visiting everybody overseas i yeah uh fancy rugby podcast at gmail.com ask t fry on fridays obviously we'll we'll get back to that um yeah and always feel free to just shoot us questions if you want us to talk about something on the pod too like Mm -hmm. yeah that's 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 always open open for you for that uh but until then uh, we appreciate you all for hanging out with us you know being our patrons and uh just you know listening to us babble for about rugby for 30 minutes to an hour Much we hope it makes your fantasy team better and, yeah. and hopefully you know maybe a little bit of rugby knowledge right. from some some americans maybe maybe, maybe. maybe. but until maybe. then um we will catch you all next week and uh we appreciate you all and have a good one later